Hey there, everybody. This is Bob Sorrentino from Italian Roots and Genealogy. And uh, we have a little different format today. Uh, we're not going to do a deep, deep dive into uh, genealogy. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe just a smack in the face in the genealogy. I love genealogy. Yeah. It's, it's one of my, yeah. It's like next to Stratego. Did we lose? Did we lose Bob? Are we now? Are Bob, we now in charge of the show? We we now own the show. Thank you guys for coming tonight. So we're gonna be talking about a lot about genealogy. We're gonna talk about um, yeah. archaeology. We're gonna talk about biology. Every uh, G you can count on. Any allergy we can do. This is good. This is usually what happens to Lou and I. Uh, we're invited to shows and then they leave. <laughs> this is fantastic. I wish you could see comments talking. It's a good thing I'm on with comedians. <laughs> we took off for a little bit. You might not want to see the first minute of your show when you play this back. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's, I like I said, it's, it's, it's good that we're on with comedians. So, anyway. I'm going to do the introduction again. I'm here with two very, very funny guys, if you haven't figured it out. Uh, Carlo Russo and Lou Greco, and uh, they're the uh, Uncle, Uncle Lou, Lou Variety Show. So welcome, guys. Great to have you here. Oh, hi, Bob. Thank you for having us. We thank you, Bob. Forever. We would have had a, an hour show. Doing, <laughs> doing oh, we would have had You guys know how to do a show. You don't oh, need yeah. me to do the show. Yeah, we're so good. That, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Um, so, um, but so, thank you for having us. Oh uh, no, that's great. So, I, I wanted to start off by asking you, uh, for starters, um, just a little bit about your back about your background. So, obviously, you both both of you guys are Italian. Uh, so, Lou, where's your family from, and and uh, where did they come to in, in the United States? Yeah, my father is from Mendicino, Calabria, and that's near Cosenza, uh, and my mother's from Spadafora, Sicily. And uh, my father came over to New York City at first and then came over to Syracuse. Um, my mother, she came just straight over to Syracuse. And uh, that's where they met. <laughs> and, um, and, and Carlo, you're, you're, actually, you're actually real Italian, yes? <laughs> real Italian. Is that what they say, real Italian? Uh, I, I, I was, well, from Italy. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a European. Yes, I'm European. <laughs> um, I was born in Sicily, Palermo, but... Uh, we lived in uh, a town called Bal uh, Balestrade in Castellamare del Golfo. And then we also lived in Germany for three years uh, before we immigrated. Uh, like Lou's dad, we went to New York first. And then we came to Syracuse where my family was. And we've been here ever since. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so you guys, are unlike me, you guys are upstate New Yorkers. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course. Yes, sir. You know, for me, anything anything north of the Bronx is upstate. Of is course. upstate, right? Every, yeah. <laughs> we're 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 Canadian American. We're so close to Canada. I mean, mm -hmm. it's uh, we're we're about an hour and a half away from Canada. So, uh, yeah, we're 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 upstate, upstate, upstate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's a lot. You know, we have the fidget a lot because if I lean forward, tell me because I'm not supposed. So I'm straight out of hip surgery, folks, this week. And now that's why you see the beard. I look a like, week? I look like 15 years older than I normally do. <laughs> it's, it's a week today, Lou. Week today. 
It's a yeah, it's, it's a week. Yeah, yeah. So and uh if you want to go back and see me on some serious drugs going live, holy crap. I went and saw it back today, car. Oh yeah, I don't I, know what I was talking I, about. I, I unfortunately saw it live and still have no idea what you're talking like, about. And and, oh and so how's that how's this how's this sleeping? You sleeping all right? It's it's it was brutal the first uh, this first week. So it's every two yeah. hours, get up, pee, come back, um, and then you know your mind races. There's pain in specific areas, but it is what it is. You get through it. I, I wanted to do it because I, you know I want a better life. Last five years has been killing. Carlo knows. I mean, he's you know we're on the road together all the time. It's I not pretty. I put everything on the stage as well as he does. You know, and to come off the stage, and I'm like limping. I can't even, you know, that whole area just from old squat injuries, whatever injury I had that was damaged in there. And uh, the one thing though is good. I'm not feeling the pain in that area anymore. It's gone. So I, I cannot wait to have a better quality of life right now. So uh, you just you just sleeping. The sweet sleeping quality is going to have to be so much oh, better. Oh my God, it's it's going to be man and. Probably on stage too, because you know, on stage there's certain things I can't. I couldn't even tie my shoe for three years. No, you know, aside. So wow. watching wow. him, watching him putting on socks is uh, is is uh, it's quite a yeah. it's quite a vision. Yeah, it's quite a vision. Like hanging on to shit. It, it's really yeah. it's ridiculous. I, I don't want to swear. Is it? Is that bad? You know, if I slip up, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was, swear. I, I, I was I was lucky because I have uh, you know we have walking showers. So when I had the knee done, it wasn't, you know, I didn't have to like lift up and get into a tub and all of that kind of stuff. And everything. You guys Um, sound, you guys sound horrific. We sound fucking old, don't we? And I'm the oldest one probably here. (laughs) No, 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 no. I got the Thank you. I was like, I was like walking with this walker. I'm like, hey, Bob, Bob, you asked us about our, uh, what uh, you speak Italian or where you where you from? No, I don't, I only know some of the dirty words. You know, when my when I was growing up, my my grandparents, of course, were from Italy, and uh-huh. uh, you know, whenever the they didn't want us to know something, they would of course talk in Italian. Yeah. Um, I I you know I wish I did, uh, but my family's from my mother's body is from Torito, and my father's from Naples. His family's okay. from Naples, and they came 1915. And oh. um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Two two funny stories about my family, real quick. My um, my my father's father was in the seminary to become a priest. Wow! And well, my that grandmother would, that would have been different. <laughs> well, he used to tell the story that uh, my grandmother used to come past and flirt with him, uh, and that's why he left. But the, I I found out the real story. You have to many many years. He had a different calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. That her. Her, uh, because she was from a, a, a aristocratic family, that her fancy carriage broke down in front of the seminary. He helped to fix it, and that's that. That was the story. Luckily, the carriage broke down, or I wouldn't be here. Is, is that a believable wow. story, or is it? Or is it no, a, yeah, that's no, that's that's, that's, that's the story. Oh, yeah. oh, that's wow. the story. Yeah. Is that that something random like that? That's life, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that isn't that funny? And now my now my my mom's family. My um, my grandfather had fought in the Libyan War in like 1911, and wow. when World War II broke out, my grandmother said, "You're not going into another war. You were away for the first one." Her brother was in America, so they came to America, 
they left my uncle, my uncle Giovanni, two years old, with his grandparents in Torito. He never came till 35 years later. Really? Didn't see his parents for 35 years, had never met his brothers and sisters. Wow. So... Yeah, and he went. He had to go. He had to go to Toronto first for five years with his family. He spent five years in Toronto with his family. It was easier to immigrate from Canada Quota. to America. Couldn't couldn't come in, even right. though my uncles. I have five uncles that fought in um, World War II. No grace. He had. They had to wait. They had well, to that wait was, for the, what the year was that again? Nineteen. He he came in fifty. He he oh, came okay. to the, Canada in nineteen fifty and America in like fifty four, fifty five. Right. Yeah, we've Something got a like lot that. of cousins in uh, Montreal and Toronto. So, Everybody um, used to go to Canada. Yeah, they they would yeah. take that extra step because uh, I I believe at one point Canada was easier to immigrate to the the states than it was from Italy to the states or something That's right. like that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So let's so so how did you two guys meet? High school. Um, I I guess high school. <laughs> high school. Yeah, we we say the story all the time and. It's it's it sounds like it's fake, but it's not. We were an Italian class, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, we 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 spoke. You Italian. needed Italian class. Well, that was an easy easy. Uh, yeah, me. It's an easy A for you. <laughs> you wanted you wanted an easy A. You went to Italian class, so right. we 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 did that, and we had uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Parisi, our our, our teacher, uh, and uh, he couldn't do enough. He couldn't do enough to keep us apart. I mean, he was he would put us in the back, and we would write jokes and stuff like that, and we would. We would get in trouble. He would try to split us up, and we would find a way back to each other to, to write more jokes. And we would just go back to my house and record them as kids, and uh, we would dream about, you know, one day doing what we're doing. But, uh, yeah, that's how we met. We'll be right back. Italian Roots and Genealogy is proudly sponsored by your Dolce Vita and Dawn Matera, connecting people to their purpose in life and continuing their legacy. For more information, contact Dawn at www.yourdolcevita.com. Wow! So that so so that's something that you were the class cutups way well, back then, huh? We always yeah we always knew we 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 had something to say. Yeah, <laughs> we always wanted, had something to say for sure. Nobody wanted to listen, but we, we had, had something to say. We had better, like when we did videos and different things like that, and the way we would write the videos. I was always invested into broadcasting and video editing and stuff. Like, I always wanted to do that yeah. in comedy. So, you know, we got together and it was like we clicked. We was like, okay. Then we got into uh, doing. Um, uh, some cable access shows. We call, had a show called Syracuse City, um, where we just just off the wall crazy. Nothing Italian. Videos. Nothing Italian. Nothing yeah, Italian. nothing Italian. Back then, it was more just how crazy can yeah. we? Get? We had like, for instance, we had a video called The Hall Runners, <laughs> and it was all in Technicolor and this, and it was kind of like dun 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 dun. dun. It was yeah. It was, was kind of Charlie's like, Angels theme yeah. thing, and then it was like stop and. All we and did we, was yeah. run halls. All <laughs> <laughs> the hall runners. And, and that was we, it. Yeah, we got to, we got together. Back then, we were huge fans and still are. Mighty Pythons and all that that kind of humor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we kind of obviously did what we we were uh, what we loved. So we would Italian Italian humor didn't really get. We started didn't about ten years ago, 10, 11 years ago. We did the whole Uncle Louis thing, but prior to that, it was always you know, 
regular comedy uh, sketches, Saturday Night Live kind of stuff. Um, yeah, because I don't so- think, um, and Carlo and I talked about it. I don't. We don't think it would have went twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, because people didn't live it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so they've lived it for twenty five years now, and now when we did it, it was like, oh, that's my nonno, that's my uncle, that's my oh my god, right. that's my family. They're crazy, and that's how we started getting followers. And started right. Yeah, well, piggyback off of that because you have to understand if we did it 20, 30 years ago, the Nonas and the Zias and the Zios, they would have been 30 years old themselves at that time. So there was no, there was no, but now we can do that because people our age, 30s, 40s, and 50s, they remember, oh yeah, that, you know, that's, that's what, you know, some people have lost their, their aunts and uncles and grandparents. So we bring that back a little bit. Uh, so that's why we think it works now because, uh, the ages are all grown up, you know. Yeah, right, we, right, sure, you know. sure. So, so I, I have to ask you because my, you know, two of my all-time favorites were, I, I mean, I love the Marx Brothers. I actually did a did a little skit at work one time where we we uh, the boss wanted us to do something like make a movie, and we did the Marx Brothers scene, and I was Groucho where they all pile into the um, the stateroom, and it was great fun. But Chico. You know, you gotta love Chico Marx. Yeah. And Mr. Bachigaloop from the Lou Costello show just was, you know, I will still watch him now when I crack up. Yeah. yeah. What I loved about that show, never realized that when I was a kid, but what I loved about that show now was they had all the stereotypes covered. They had the Irish cop, they had the Italian fruit man, they had the, the, the Jewish landlord. And the waspy <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> nobody, nobody was woke. No one was woke. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no, no woke. No. Yeah. Like, nobody, really gave, nobody really gave a shit back then. They no, just, nobody, yeah, nobody cared. Funny. But you, but you know, it, it, exactly. It was, it was funny. It, it was, was good. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we should win. Yeah, because it's getting a little, it, it, it's getting, not to get a little, it's getting, a, it's just a lot ridiculous out there. And uh, I think a lot of the comedians, which they're right, I just fed up with it. It's Let's jokes. Do shit, yeah. Just do what we got to do and make people laugh. That's yeah. it. Smile. It's fun. It's just a joke. It's just funny. There's a little bit of truth in right. every humor. Laugh but about it. We're Italian. Lou just went real and, loud. Is that? Uh, yeah, he was probably just talking like an Italian. He got loud. No, I think everything. That's all right. Um, <laughs> but but you know, to to your point about that stuff, they were funny, and you know. You could still repeat. I I could still do those skits from Chico Marx or you know Lou Costello or uh, you know those people. They, well, it sticks with you. It sticks with you. you. It's funny that you said that. Um, Lou and I actually did a version, our version of uh, Evelyn Costello, uh, who's on first, and we made it into the Italian. If an Italian version was uh, uh, made, and we did that, and we made it into a soccer reference instead of baseball. And we did that on stage and people just, you know what, as they're watching it, they're going, what are they doing? And then when they figured it, <laughs> when they figured it out, they're like, Oh my God, this is incredible how we did that. And it's on YouTube. You can check a little bit of it out. It's and, called uh, the striker. Who's the striker. The striker. Um, and the one, it was the one sketch we did on stage because Carlo and I, we have, we don't script anything. We, have a concept 
and we roll with it. And then we go back and forth and we're good at going back and forth and showing it because it's real, you know. Um, the one thing about that, who's the striker, is if you don't get that right, because those are legends that did that, we, hours, we did this. And it's only, what, three minutes catch, four minutes catch? If, if that, if that, yeah. And it's, it's hours and hours of painstaking, okay, we need to make sure we get this right because – First base, second base, oh, back to first base. Oh, that's the, you know, that's easy. In the, so we had to get those goalkeeper, um, winger, striker, you know, left wing, left back. So we're using all these little things. But if you don't hit that right, at, if you're doing a legend stuff, it better be legendary or you're going right. to go right down the drain. And, <laughs> I, and, I, and I'll tell you, we, we had nothing but gr- – People loving it, but still, we felt like, man, these are legends. We never really felt comfortable Gary. doing it. It was because it's, it's like Louis said, you better do it right because everybody knows that one. It's it is like- the only sketch we've ever done where people are listening. Mm. <laughs> they're not, they're not laughing. So the first time we did, and we were on. I mean, we. It was awesome. It was like we were doing it before the, we were doing the whole day. Yeah, in the car. I, we have a two-hour <laughs> show. Okay, the whole day we are we are doing four minutes of the show. Okay, because yeah. the other hour, two hours, we, yeah. Got. But this three minutes, you know, we have to, you know, give legends their due. So we, we want to make sure it's perfect. And we the love it. The one we did, where at the end of the sketch, and I was nervous, and he was nervous. Oh, absolutely. And at the end of the sketch, when we hit the punch, everybody went nuts. And they went, oh, my God, I can't believe you tied all that. And, and we are like, oh, my. You know, out of the two-hour show, those three minutes made us sweat the most. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, like you say, you're comparing yourself to every, everybody knows what you're doing. And and when they figured it out, you better you better have done it justice. And I believe we did. And I th- I think it's one of our more unique. Um, unfortunately, COVID stopped us from uh, continuing that for the rest of the year. That was we probably did how many shows you think we did with that, Lou? Seven before COVID stopped us. Maybe. Yeah, maybe no, we did more. I'm pretty sure more. We did more. So maybe a dozen. Um, yeah. Out of eighty shows that we had schedule that year uh when COVID hit um, it, was, it was the most fun it was the most fun and nerve-wracking nerve one thing and you can catch it now like carlo and i at one point we were on stage and it got a little bit reversed yes now the crowd doesn't know this no nope. so <laughs> one of us will get each other back on track right and then it starts again Crowd didn't know it. Um, and I found, I'm like, oh, my God, how did we get, we almost screwed that up so bad. And then I found another reel of who's on first. And I saw Evan and Costello do it. The same thing. This, almost, not the same thing that we did, but, but close. They, 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 they kind of screwed it up. You can see a smirk in Costello's mouth, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and kind of eye contact, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's so yeah. cool. See that? 
oh my god i thought it was you know we, we had to be perfect but those guys did that stuff and i, I you know i saw i saw i saw paul mccartney live maybe 10 years ago or something like that we did and too he was, and he was he was doing like we can work it out or one of those songs one of those old, old Beatles songs and, and they started up and he started and he said wait 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 i forgot the words <laughs> We're going to start that over again. <laughs> and everybody just went, you know, we're just went, ah, okay. <laughs> what are you going to do? There's 50,000 people there. Hey, deal hey, with you know, and he, he said, I sang this song 10,000 times. I forgot the words. But it happens. I, I you know, I, I was in a band and I forgot the words, you know, lots of times. So I, so I have to ask you, the characters that you do, I'm guessing, they're based on real people, Yeah. Loosely, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Yeah, everybody knows somebody like that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, uncle Louis like everybody, Louis. everybody has an Aunt Mary, of course, right? So. Yeah. yeah, my uncle Louis is is more about you know it's more surrounded around my dad, Carla, and my father. Like there's a lot of mannerisms. I even watched the video and I'm like, oh my god, it's scary. My dad, and then the other ten. There's another ten percent that is uncles, aunts, uncles. And some different things that are in there. Um, and my other character, Tia Maria, is is just my. Loosely. You know, I've got a lot of Tia's, my Tia Anna. I've got a lot of Tia's on the other side that I, I I just love the way they talk. I love their mannerisms. My my Tia Anna, she makes me laugh. She doesn't even know she's funny. You know what? <laughs> we'll be sitting there, and she's like, she's like, Flavia, we talking to my mother? Flavia, you know, this lady over there, she's a lady, she's a little bit, you know, and, and she'll just keep talking. Just that little, she's a little bit, I'm dying. I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing at the table. And then she'll look at me and she'll go, <laughs> I know, I know. It's, she's so funny. Yeah. They're, they're, no. they're, um, so these characters, like Louis said, when we came out with Uncle Louis, and I just actually, I put the uh, first video that we did. Uh, it's going to be 11 years in uh, August and um, was an, kind of like an impression of his father loosely. Uh, but when we came into uh, uh, Pasqualino, which is Lou's uncle, Lou's brother, fake brother, pa Zio Pasqualino or uncle Pasqualino, whatever you want to call him. Um, he was kind of like a made up kind of a character, more like a, more like a Jerry Lewis am animated, not mm -hmm. really, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. just kind of be goofy and, and, I wanted to do that because I didn't want to have two Uncle Louis, you know, because you need something, you got to have some kind of contrast of what, you know, of, of, of different uh, things going on in comedy. Um, so I kind of, kind of made them a little bit crazier and, and uh, hard of hearing and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but as it, as the years have gone on, I think he's kind of morphed into my father. <laughs> I brought him, <laughs> I, I brought him more, I brought him more into reality. Um, because the growth of the growth of uh, the Uncle Louis characters, at, at one time they were all siblings, uh, Zia Maria, Zia Rosa, Uncle Louis, and uh, Zio Pasqualino, and we thought, you know, we need a marriage. We need something. We need a, a element of two people being married. So then we kind of changed it where Pasqualino and Zia Maria are married, and and then there's brother-in-law and sister-in-laws and all that kind of stuff. So we made him a little bit more into like reality. Because he couldn't be, he couldn't be a real person the way I had him at first. He was just a clown, pretty much. So, uh, 
So uh, I think we just grab ideas of, you know, our parents or like Louis said, relatives, stereotypes, all the stuff that we grew up with and we kind of make the best of it. And it's worked so far. Hey, Car, your yeah. microphone is rubbing against your thing. Oh, let me see. If... All right. Hold on. Is that better? Maybe That's I can. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, let me, I'll tell you a, a quick Aunt Mary story. True story. And Mary worked at the bakery in Corona, Queens. Probably this was probably, you know, mid to late 50s. Yeah. And um, Profaci walks in with his two sons. And he's wearing a white fedora. And uh, as he comes strolling in, my aunt says, there goes Charlie Chan with his two sons. And he looks at her. And he keeps walking. The two sons are laughing and they go in the back. Now, the owner of the bakery, his, uh, his, Profaci was his cousin. So, you know, you put things together, right? Uh, as he comes walking out, he says, he looks at my aunt and he says in Sicilian, you're a real wise one. Again, the two boys are cracking gump as they walk out, this, uh, out of the place. Her boss comes running out, says, Mary, Mary, what are you doing? Don't you know who that is? He goes, Yes, Profaci, the olive oil man. Profaci, the olive oil man. <laughs> he was the olive oil man, but yeah. he's also the godfather at the same ha! time. Oh, right? ouch. <laughs> that that Profaci, yeah. And yeah. um uh but you know, she could get away with it. She, you know, she had that personality. And and every time he came in after that, he would, you know, shoot her a look. Yeah. Uh and uh, you know. But you know, I, the, the characters the characters are great. Um, I love the outfits, you know, <laughs> the sweater and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but now you also have a musical component, which is great. Uh, uh, in fact, I was just listening to uh, Parmesan the other day. <laughs> <laughs> great song. I mean, uh, you know. So how do you how, you know how do you come up? I I've played in a band. I've written songs. How, how do you come up with the, the parodies like that? What sparks that? That's all Lou. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've always I've always done that. That's that's my that's my focus on his music side, and um, and Carlo plays the guitar, so it's easy for me to write something where I know I'm like, all right, he's gonna get this easy, you know. So I write something, I write it down. We tried, we did write one together, but like it, for me, it's like, if I don't have complete silence, I, I go nuts. I, I can't, I can't focus on the melody that's in my head, you know? So if the melody's in my head and I'm trying to get words to match the melody, but we did do one together called Turidu uh, Picciridu, which is freaking hilarious. Um, that's, that's another one we have, but parodies are a little bit different. Um, we try to make the, our original songs, just old school folk Italian style, mm -hmm. Monty style, you know? You don't uh, need much, yeah. Yeah, very simple, very easy, very fun, very jumpy. Um, and love it. yeah, it's easy to play, it's easy to bounce around, and, it, and they're easy for transitions on the stage. You know, you don't have to get some big production. You know, we get the accordion, we get the guitar, we're good. Yeah, yeah, no, and 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 you know, I've I've done that too. I I have the same thing. I have a great partner, my friend Brian Riley. He's only he's only half Italian. And he's only half happy, but that's okay. Uh, that's okay. He's uh, he's. I would come up like you. I would come up with a melody or or some some lyrics and say, Brian, 
I, I think there should be a rockabilly song. Two days later, he's got this whole thing worked out of great lead and everything like right. that. So I, I have to send you the ravioli song. You're free, happy to use it, or if you want to play it, that's it's about when my cousin Frank sat on the ravioli. True story. <laughs> it was out there, laid out, laid out on the the couch with the with the um, sheet on it. He walks over, plops right in it. He said, <laughs> you know, he said on a he said on a ravioli. You know, on the raviolis. My uncle would make them, you know, fresh raviolis, and they put them on the sheet to dry on the couch. They were there gotcha. every year. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh my god! So, That's so, so you wrote so, a song, uh, Brian huh? and I. We wrote a song about. It. I fifty years later, I it just pops into my head. You know, yeah. cousin Frank sitting on a ravioli. So it's. Uh, uh, I'll send it to you, and you know, if you yeah, ever want to use it, feel free to use it. Today was the first day, first actual day that I could sit like this for a period of time. Yeah, you look Just, normal. Yesterday was a little brutal. <laughs> today, I mean, it's hurting, you know, right now. But first time today was sitting at the um, piano for an hour, at least an hour. The other day I tried, two days ago, I tried sitting at the piano just to pass the time. Because what are you doing? You know, I'm, I can't do anything. I'm stuck. So I'm trying to pass the time. I sat at the piano. I literally sang, I sang a song for 30 seconds, and it was like I ran a marathon. Yeah. I was breathing heavy, sweating. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. Can't do it. Yeah. So, but today, you know, I started uh, doing a little bit. I, I got, uh, what I started writing in my head was the, the hip replacement blues. <laughs> and just, so I'm gonna use that whole freaking he's, thing. He's dangerous. He's dangerous when he's alone. You know, I start thinking you want to verse, if, if you want to verse on knee replacement, just you know, let me know because uh, we're gonna we're gonna be the yeah we're gonna be the injury uh, comedians. <laughs> the injury comedians. Four 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 four. four. You break a leg, call us. No, uh, but that getting back to the music and, and what we do, that actually played into why we decided to make it a variety show. Because, uh, again, how do you take, you know, a three-minute video that we put on YouTube or Facebook and make a two-hour show with it? So uh, that kind of helped us into building what we are now, the Uncle Louie Variety Show. And, you know, going back when we were younger, watching, like, Carol Burnett and, you know, all, all, the, all the variety shows I had back then, even with Donnie and Marie and – you know, all that stuff that we grew up with and all the repeats as well. Uh, it kind of it kind of made sense for us. We can do our skits. We can do our stand-up. We can do the music. We have all those breaks in between. We can play videos if there's a screen. And so it's a it's an easy way to be uh, creative instead of just like, okay, we got 45 minutes, stand up, and that's it. Uh, so we're kind of proud of what we what we have because we can – we can imagine and 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 kind of do it, and uh, people are not going to be like, "Well, this is weird. This is different," because they already know that's what we do. We're a variety, so it kind of helps. Carlo and I talked about it in the beginning. I said we're going to do an hour and a half show, two-hour show. We want to take take people through an adventure, kind of like you know through an experience, rather than just have one thing they're looking at for an hour and a half, two hours kind of take them through an experience, take them through one character, then another character, then songs, then another character, then song, then stand up, then songs, then hit them 
It's totally different things all the way through. By the end of the two hours, they're like, what the hell did I just yeah. watch? That was freaking awesome. You know, yeah. and then end it on a nice high note. God bless everybody. We're done. And and they came and watched an experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, 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 I don't know if you know how it's a little bit like uh, Candace Guardino. She, she kind of does a one woman show. Yes. Called Italian Italian bread B R E D. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, and uh, we saw it. We saw it not too long ago. Um, and uh, that's kind of what she, you know, she's one woman show, but she has some video on there, and she intertwines that. And she's she's a she's a fabulous singer. Absolutely. Doesn't sing like doesn't sing like me. That's for sure. I sound like a cross between Bob Dylan and uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> Well, on a good day. It. On a good they, day. Well, yeah. They, well, they made it. <laughs> they made it. I mean, don't um, don't sell yourself short. They they're legends. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm a legend in my own mind. So, <laughs> are we all? Aren't we all? Um. So, so when are you coming to New Jersey? We need to get you here on the Sh- Jersey Shore. We're definitely going to Hamilton, where we're set up to try to get up to Bergen County. Um, Tony's working on that. Um, Jersey Shore. I thought he had had a couple of places. So- there's a, there's a, the place where Candace played is really, really, really nice. It's the, um, was it the Two River Theater or something like that? It's right by the train station. Uh, nice stage, brand new venue, really, what really town- nice. What city? That's a in? red. It, it's a. That's a. I'm in. I'm in uh, Bradley Beach, but that's in Red Bank. Um, are you guys close a, to? Are you guys close to Atlantic City at all? Um, I'm about an hour and a half. Atlantic City's real wow. south. I looked up. I looked up. Your Hammond is by Egg Harbor. I think that's a. I think that's about an hour. But uh, we um, we love comedy in in central New Jersey at the shore. So, I'm. You know where I'm at. I'm by um, Asbury Park. Oh, okay. That's, that's yes. That's he's, he's looking at a place there. I'll, I'll tell him uh, about the River Theater though. Uh, yeah, in Red Bank, really, really, it's really, really cool place. Um, and so, so where are you know where are the shows going to be? What, what do you have lined up for the next you know month or so? Well, yeah. right now the fourth and fifth we're going to be in Boston. We're going to be at the Walburn, uh, Walburn, Massachusetts, at the South End Italian Club for a couple of dinner shows over there. Fourth and fifth. Then the nineteenth, uh, we are going to be in Coscob, Connecticut. Um, and uh, and then we're set up for Philadelphia in the first week of April right now. Yeah. Uh, Tony is working on a ton of different shows right now. Uh, but I think right now, the after COVID crap, um, we will start doing, you know, periodically some shows, four or five shows. And then I think September next year, it's just going to be loaded. Yeah, right now uh, we have we have the dates that are out. Tickets and our stuff. Just go to the Uncle Louis Variety Show dot com, uh, and then just look up tour and and like Louis said, everything up there. Uh, but Tony, when we when we say Tony, he's our uh, manager. Uh, so he he has about I think he said he has about 20, 20 new uh, dates uh, within the next week that's going to go up. So uh, so yeah, just keep looking and uh, a lot more people are getting a hold of us now because of uh, spring and summer is right around the corner. And a lot of people are doing their festivals that they weren't able to do in the last couple of years. So now we're hearing a lot of these festivals popping up. And uh, so we've gotten a lot of uh, 
interest from festivals. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. I mean, here, you know, at, at Candace's show, which was a couple of months ago, it was just, just when that Omicron was coming out. Uh, so yeah. everybody was masked, but it was okay. But um, yeah, it's starting to get relaxed here now. We, we haven't yeah, yeah. had you know, too that's many it. cases, so. Uh, well. I think we, well. I think we, I think we lost Lou. Maybe he fell off the chair or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there he is. So, so I wanted to ask you: Are you going to bring the walker on the stage and work it into the act, or? <laughs> oh, I got some. I got walker. I've got uh, crutches. So I was just going to do it to walk around a little bit because I'm in a little bit of pain right now. Ah, right. Yeah. Straight up. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be next Friday. So I got to keep moving and making sure that, that I can do this and, uh, you know, come rain or shine or whatever, if they're dragging my ass over there, I'm, we're doing this show. We're wheeling them. We're going to wheel them I up saw, there. To- I, I saw Meatloaf in 1978 or uh, 77 or 78, uh, right after he fell off the stage and he, he did the whole show from a wheelchair. And he was great. He was, he was listen, rolling around. Listen, when you have a... When you have a contract, you have a contract. <laughs> you got to play. No, but, uh, you know, in our in our case, Louis' character is supposed to be about 80 years old anyways. So it works right into that right into that sweet spot of uh, him having uh, some crutches or something. We got a whole new bunch of improv to do on stage this time. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that we do, like every every show. Uh, if somebody has seen the show, you know, they'll they'll see the same show. Um for the year, you know, if we, cause this is the hard comedy tour that we have. Um, but there's little bits and pieces inside it that are, uh, are improv and they're a little bit different. You know, yeah. we do go off on little tangents every now and then. And, uh, it makes it better for a better show. Uh, and, and I guess it keeps it kind of fresh for you guys too, right? Cause, cause going up there and doing the, you know, the same Absolutely. old thing all the time. We're trying to make each other laugh. You know, you're, you're to make each other laugh, and he'll say something that'll make me laugh. And then, Vice versa, yeah. And then I'll give him a face or something, and he'll start to, you know, crumble a little bit. But it, hey, you know what? Lot, yeah, never a lot, but just enough to where the audience sees it, and they laugh too. They love it. They like love you guys it. Are real, you know. Yeah. They love them. Well, yeah, no, them. exactly. Yeah, sure. I mean, that like you said, it keeps it spontaneous and. Hey, everybody, you know, everybody knows that you, it's, it's hard being up there. I'm sure I, I, I know when I first started playing music a little bit, my, my friend who taught me and brought me along with him just to stand out there with him one day said to me, you look real nervous. And I said, I am. And he said, just remember two things. He said, don't stop playing. And everybody out there wants to be where you are. Well, the thing is true. Yeah. The thing with Louie and I is, and we could say this, and I know I can speak for him. We've not spent one second on being nervous at all. We hate, hate the green room, waiting, uh, two hours left. We want, I'll tell you right now, we'll, and I know I can speak for him. We'll go up there and do four hours. We don't care because we'd rather be on stage than sit around on a couch in some kind of, you know, warehouse or club or whatever it is. Uh, so to us, being on stage is so comfortable. Um, so, yeah, we've never had that second. And we played in Australia. We've played in Canada, throughout the States. And even when we didn't know what we were going to do, <laughs> we still didn't go out there nervous. <laughs> you know? 
Or you can come and play in my backyard. I can't pay you any money, but I'll make you lunch. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. Uh, well, listen, guys, this has been absolutely fabulous. I really appreciate you taking the time. Give us Thank again you. the website and the Facebook uh, group and everything so people it's know where to find you. TheUncleLouisVarietyShow.com. You can go on our website. You can buy tickets there. You can get everything there. You can subscribe to our newsletter. We send out once a month. And uh, we do custom videos for everybody. If you want to get, you know, if you want to quit, if you want to say birthday or whatever. <laughs> if you want a divorce. We don't give a shit. You want to get a divorce. <laughs> tell him off. You know, um, and then uh, on uh, Facebook. So you'll actually, you'll actually quit for somebody. They don't have to do it. You just send a video of you. Absolutely. So, all right. So you have to give me the example of quitting. We haven't we haven't done the fire yet. No one's no one's hired us for that yet. There's more. <laughs> you think I'm gonna work to my mom? You think I'm gonna work? To I am gonna quit. Don't pick a shit from you. Ekiro kafatu amarie. And then and then we and then we might end it with uh, I guess I guess that's our two week notice. And then it would yeah. cut. There's you know, something like that. Send the check. Send the check. He's yeah. So. So, so we have all that on the Uncle Louis Variety Show.com. We're on Facebook, we're the Uncle Louis Variety Show. We're on Instagram as the Uncle Louis Variety Show. There's and a pattern for everybody, you know, and uh, we do have and it, over our. And if you want to quit, you got that video. If you want to quit, probably go over our podcast information. Yeah, we have, uh, we also have our podcast through the Disruption Network. You can find us on Apple and, and Google Play and all that. Uh, podcast uh, places that you go. Ours is called Hold the Sarcasm Podcast. We uh, we uh, do it with our partners uh, Z and Todd from the Disruption Network from Utica, New York. And we also uh, we haven't started yet, but uh, after the surgery and all that good stuff, we're going to bring back our straight out of the straight out of the basement. We're going to bring back the uh, members only streamcast. Uh, we used to have on Thursday nights live on our channel. So we're going to bring that back hopefully in, a, in about a month or so. And uh, that's about it. show off everything. That one, of my, one of our fans sent me this. Just had a joint replacement. It comes in this beautiful thing. And then she sends this as well. Straight up. I mean, and then I got uh, Tia Palich, who is part of our show. Um, we sent I, I mean, we have the best fans. We have Absolutely, the best fans in the world. They're Absolutely, just, they're like family. Yeah, you know? they they surprise us uh, all the time. They just they bring. They, I'll tell you. So we do this thing. Um, you can you also know. you can also check out uh, Lou and Lou and Carlos No, Lou Carlo and Lou's Cannoli Reviews channel, where we go around uh, the cities that we're playing. And we, we try out all the different bakeries and we do a, it's kind of like the pizza review that uh, Barstool does, but uh, we do it in cannolis because we're Italian. And then we slip in all the other uh, pastries. But uh, since we started that, people have just bring in dozens and dozens of cannolis every time that we're in different cities. <laughs> I just want to spoil your doubt. Yeah, we got we got to do oh, a I, to, yeah. I just want to spoil your doubt. We got to do a Schwalatel. We got to do a Schwalatel uh, channel. But but people are so <laughs> people are so great. I mean, they're great. They bring in their cannolis. They they invite us to their uh, their homes, their bakeries, their restaurants. 
So we want to we want to give a shout out to all these wonderful people and they keep and the us people going. Right, Lori Rinaldi, Craig Sesti, Don Matera. They're uh, awesome. Gina Marie was watching, and uh, thank God for all you guys. And we, so we also, I have an I have an Italian bakery three blocks away, and we'll you know that you know that you know the three color cookie. Absolutely, they make a pastry like that with cannoli cream. In the middle. There you go. There you does go. Does it get any better than that? It does not. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll be there. Once so, we're once we're playing in your town, we will uh we'll make a we'll make a stop there and do a cannoli review. And uh we call it cannoli review, but we can review anything we want. That's just the name of the title. But we can we always we get into different things as well. So we will uh we will enjoy that one. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Well, listen, thanks again, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, let's stay in touch. Bob, thank you for having Thank us. you, Bob. We really appreciate uh, it. You're man. quite welcome. We do. Thank All you, right. Bob.